You're listening to Real Talk on RCR, Reality Check Radio. You're on Reality Check Radio. It's Real Talk with Rodney Hyde. And uh, remember, you can send me a text at 2057. Send me an email, inbox at radio. As you recall, we're going around and we're talking to the citizen parties. Oh, my goodness, how wonderful it has been to be speaking to citizens. Like everyday people putting their names forward to represent us in our parliament, not like robots uh, belonging to some of the mainstream parties, real people. And, of course, the people that stand for parliament are special because it's not something we all do. And um, we have along today Marky Herbert. She is a co-leader of the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party. It's got a whole lot of things unique to this party, which we're going to explore today. But first of all, good morning, Marky. Oh, good morning, Rodney. So tēnā koutou. Tēnā koutou to you too. You look, I can see you, our listeners can't, but you look resplendent. And I love it that you've got your Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party uh, badge so proudly displayed on your bosom, may I yes. say. on uh, my heart. On in your heart. The heart and, the, and the other side. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me, are you – can I tell the listeners this? You're the only great-grandmother that has ever stood for Parliament. Really? I can't imagine. You're a great grandmother. I am, and it's the. I thought being a grandparent was the best thing in the world. Well, having great grandchildren's even bigger than that. Is that right? Yeah, it's a beautiful it, place to be at, and um, because you're reaching so far through, aren't you? For yeah, well, like, this is this is the thing when you start early in life. <laughs> well, I was going to say you only look. You only, look generations. About, yeah. you only look about 45. Oh, you're a darling. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm actually 64. Oh, you're younger than me. And there you go, great-grandmother. How wonderful. Yes. How many children did you have? Two, boy and a girl. And so how many grandchildren have you got? Two. Oh, well... <laughs> You might start early, but you sort of breed on the economical side, don't you? <laughs> no, through, no, no choice of my own, of course. The, it's up to the kids, isn't it? <laughs> I expected you to look me down the down the barrel and say eight children, sixty-seven grandchildren, oh, yes. and one great grandchildren, soon to be one hundred and forty-three. But you're just <laughs> you're just holding your own at two. Thank sort you. Of yes. Zero population growth. Oh my goodness! Now. Yeah. What's a great-grandmother doing hanging out with the kids smoking weed? Actually keeping them safe, knowing where they are. In my in my area, in my circle, if that's the case, my children don't smoke weed. Um, oh, how wonderful. Their, what a great yeah, story. Keep them safe. Choice. I mean, they have dabbled in it, but um, they've decided because of um, their beliefs and their careers that it's actually not appropriate for them to be partaking in smoking weed. Um, is that because they don't like the weed or is it no. because they don't like the illegality of it? It's about the yeah, sorry, illegal gality about it. Sorry. Okay. So if it was legal, a la the that your party's position, they might on a Friday night have a puff. Yeah. 
Great. I don't know if my daughter would anymore, but she had been um, yeah. a young, yeah. um, I suppose, investigating the opportunities of what social life had in, for her at her early age. And she decided after a number of years, actually, it wasn't what she wanted to be doing. And mm. she is um, a well-functioning um, early 40s entrepreneur with her and her husband and her, her girls. And my son, who has a top-profile career, just doesn't want to even take the risk of no even going down there. So um, that's why I keep my children out of the, the limelight, as it were. Is it a rude question to ask if you were or are a puffer? I am. I have been since the age of 15. Really? Yeah. So for 50 years you've smoked marijuana? Yes. Well, it shows no, may I say, ill adverse effect, apart from the fact you only had two kids. If you drunk okay, alcohol, I wanted, if, I wanted more, but no. If, if you drunk out. alcohol, you would have had eight. No, um, no. Uh, yeah, well, I gave up alcohol um, some time ago, and I actually mm. gave up tobacco when I was twenty-eight. Okay, so you have been a regular user of mm. cannabis. Do you smoke it, eat it, ingest it? How, I you got to understand. Me and drugs don't get along. Right. Um, even I, even the discipline affects me. Yeah. So um, do you, how do you take it? Okay, so I have multiple choices because I help my community with in the grey area for medicinal cannabis. Yeah. And so um, we're labelled the green fairies. Yeah. So that's my primary uh, motivation is to help my community. Mm -hmm. um, so we do oils, so just um, one mil in the mouth for pretty much any type of anxiety, pain relief, insomnia, all those types of things. So I take my oil when I'm not really well, so for when I've had um, the cough and the chest phlegm and so a bit like bronchitis, it did take a while to... Uh, get that under control, but we've got it under control. So, and then I do edibles. We do muffins, cookies, jellies, lollipops, and um, chocolates. Mm. So it's it's a diverse range of medication, um, just so the body, which we are born with, what we call an endocannabinoid system. Yes. And what that means is that our body is ready to receive the cannabis medicine, mm -hmm. whatever it looks like, whether it's a puff on a joint, um, a, a spot on the oven. Um, everyone has their own personal choice. Mm. Um, and that's the good thing about it as well. This is not going to be compulsory for people to partake. No. This is about um, taking care of ourselves responsibly. Now, this I've had representatives of the hemp industry on this show. Yes. Who truly blew me away because I had no idea how, like when I heard hemp, I'm like a normal person in society. Oh, yeah, you're just a dope-smoking hippie freak. And I had no idea of the amazing uses that hemp can be put to. 
indeed the amazing pharmaceutical properties and without the bit that gives you the high, right? Mm. And so I was astonished that in the madness to ban marijuana, we banned hemp, which had been used yes. around the world for thousands of years for so many things. Yes. Now, when so some of the some of the um cannabis product that you're talking about isn't actually got isn't to get high, right? It is actually no. to get the cannabinoid, which That's doesn't right. get you high. It is actually the pharmaceutical medicinal properties of that. And indeed, when one of my children was sick, I tried uh, cannabis oil, yes. which was nothing to do with getting her high. Yes. It was to, uh, uh, and that's what you're talking about here. That's right. So, so less is more when we yeah. talk about medicinal cannabis. And so that's why it ranges from a couple of drops in the mouth for the for the oil in particular. Um, well, the, the cottage industry version I'm talking about, I'm yes. not necessarily talking about the pseudical pharmacy version. Yes. Um, because, well, that's another top topic altogether. Yeah. Um, so, so I can be sitting there and I might be a cannabis user and I've signed up to the Aotearoa Legal Cannabis Party and I'm choosing to use cannabis for its medicinal purposes and i'm not taking a high mm -hmm. i'm not actually taking is it the thc what's the drug part of it well okay so now we need to talk about what is a high do you know what a high is no idea okay so because now you've see now now what you're doing is you're catching me out on all my prejudices and biases so i don't know Okay, so let's get that one sorted, shall we? Please, please. Um, okay, so when you um, when you heat up the cannabis plant, it produces um, this. I can't actually say the word, the whole platonic name of it, but it's THC. It's broken down. Yeah, for a cannabinoid, um, dehydrocannabinoid. THC will work anyway. So. To get a high, and what that high means to me is that I get to have a, a mind, mind experience of um, peace, yes. no anxiety, I'm happy. I might get the munchies, but that's okay. Um, and actually be able to converse and have a proper conversation under the influence of having a couple of puffs is no big deal. Okay. Now, I'm already medicated this morning, so my high is with my friends when we yes. share. Okay. And then, and then you have that social environment. That's yep. my high. In comparison to a surgical pharmacy drug, you talk about the um, – pro. Oh, what do they call it nowadays? We called it Prozacs and – um, oh, antidepressants and all yes, those. and antidepressants and all those. Those, um, what's the what's the common one that they use today? Um, Tremadol. Okay. Tremadol makes you feel like you're just non-functioning. You can't comprehend. This is you. This is continual use. You can't comprehend a normal day. You're yes. always in a zone of zombie. Yes. And that's quite different to a high. 
Okay. It's more, well, I don't know what you, you feel about natural. So your adrenaline, for example, when you get excited, you get your heartbeat mm. um, races, you know, when you're ex not expecting anything, you get a shot or you're getting excited to go for fishing or a special date or whatever. Um, those are natural highs. Okay. Your adrenaline. Yes. But when it's interfered by the surgical pharmacy drugs, because that's what they do. They interfere. They yeah. don't actually do any wellness. So your, your your suggestion is because you have a cannabinoid system in your body, that taking cannabis is amplifying or enhancing your system, not yeah. interfering with it in the same way. That's right. Exactly. And right. that's been your lifelong experience. Absolutely. Which no one can particularly dismiss. What is it? I can remember being around people who smoked a lot of dope and clearly you're not one of these people in terms of effect but i can remember them being listless i can remember them being forgetful and not quite with it and it wasn't something especially attractive they were sort of zombified well uh, that's that's social um conditioning i believe because were those people did they have alcohol as well or were they just stoners i have no idea yeah well see and what the media has portrayed is this euphoria of teenagers sitting down half puffing it so the, the room is what we call hot boxed yeah well that's a social event it's not necessarily the reality of what us stoners do at home because I've also heard of people, know of people, who have very successful jobs, yes. very successful families, high functioning, and every day they have a puff. Yep, that's correct. And so we have I to think, change, yeah, you, you're right. We have to change our views. Our we have to open up our visions and mm. see that actually there's a whole lot of functioning people out there, regardless of what they use, whether yeah. it be surgical pharmacy, alcohol, tobacco, um, cannabis. But then when you talk about the harder drugs, that's totally different. Okay. That When you hit the hit harder drugs, you, you pretty much have to hit rock bottom before you change. Yes. And so what would happen have you gone periods of your life, your short life, you know, um, without yes, cannabis? I have. And what's that been like? Actually, it just reinforces that nobody dies <laughs> from not having it. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, circumstances are, well, prior to medicinal cannabis being legal, um, if you travel to outside of the country, you'd have to deal with the unregulated market. Yes. And um, so, you know, that brings problems all by itself. So it's, sometimes it's easier not to even go down that track and just have, actually give the body a rest. Bit of a detox, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a detox, you know. Um, and, yeah, so for me personally, I know that when I go away, it's not a big problem. It's okay. It's you part of going there. away. You don't have the DTs or you don't shake no. and you know, oh, God, no. I need a puff, I need a puff. You don't get no. anxious. But when you come back, 
when you fire up the <laughs> cannabis again and start yes. feeding your cannabinoid system, yes, how does it make you feel? What's the difference? What's the change in you? I suppose it becomes what you've lived with all your life. So for pain, for example, people live with pain for all their lives. And then they go and try something or do something different. And it's actually made quite an um, improvement in your well-being as far as your mental health. Mm. So mm. coming back from not smoking weed, it actually just reinforces nobody dies. It's okay. You don't have to puff all day. Mm. It's okay. However, if you're growing your own, you're going to be able to indulge, I suppose. Mm. I would call it indulgement. So you could puff any time of the day when you've got your own. Mm. But when you're buying it, it's a different scenario. Now, tell me what the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party would like to see happen in New Zealand. Well, we've always campaigned on legalisation of cannabis. Mm -hmm. So in a regulated safe market, mm -hmm. that's what we want. And if that means that people um, vote for us to make amendments to the Misuse Drugs Act, which is basically what it is, mm -hmm. that's what we want to be doing. If we were to get over, over the 5% party vote, mm. um, that's that's the condition that we go in there is to... Sorry. Um, shush. Right. Um, that wasn't to me, was it? <laughs> no, she's, oh, there's a cow on the paddock. Um, so what we would like to do when we get there is just make those amendments to the Misuse Drugs Act. So we have, like I said, a legal, regulated and safe market for all of us. And that's include not just my age group, Grey Power, um, but our mokapuna and my great mokapuna, mm. you know, it's for them. that I, I. This is why I put my hand up. It's for, for my grandchildren initially, more well, my children and, and my grandchildren. Now I've got great-grandchildren and we're still here. Explain to me and to listeners how making it legal, regulating it to make it safe, Okay. keeps your keeps our young, because you said your big thing to standing was, which was lovely, was to keep the children and teenagers safe. How does legalising cannabis achieve that? Because on the face of it, I sit there and I think, ah, oh, all these kids are going to be running around, coming home from school, puffing on weed. How the hell does that keep them safe? So well, explain that to me. Okay, so that's already happening. So this is what prohibition produces. It does, yeah. It does, right? So yeah. prohibition doesn't work. So when we have a regulated market, we deglamorize it. It's been proven over in Portugal. So, so this is so like alcohol. Example. Yeah. No, um, no, we're talking about Portugal decriminalized all drugs. Okay. And they have seen a decrease of usage of all drugs because it's been decriminalized glamorized it's nothing like oh it's not it's not naughty you know mm. as a teenager you tend to test those boundaries that you're not allowed to test mm. so it is an age group um, as well that needs to be educated and I think most times a lot of people adults in today's world right now 
as smoking weed, mm. as well as consuming alcohol, as well as smoking tobacco. And a lot of people are taking meth as well. Mm. I want a safe environment for myself and for my children and my generations yet to come. And what that means to me is that it's got to be a regulated market. So definitely, um, I would personally an R20, but we advocate for an R18 regulated market. We talk about the industry that comes from cannabis. So we talk about the Dutch version of tourism mm -hmm. and in a safe environment where they can't consume outside the shop, for example, or the club or the den, we call it, or the studio. Oh, I see. So you go, you go to a place and you... Yeah, so social clubs, for example. Yep. So they're all regulated with an age restriction mm -hmm. and how much you can purchase and consume. And um, so that's one version. Also, we want to be um, in the same category as taxes as well. Yeah. So all that money that is formed from the cannabis industry goes back into the health, education, um, roading, Teachers, the whole the, holistic healing. Because the black yeah. market disappears. That's Well, it will always be there, I've got to say, truthfully. Yeah. I know it will always be there. But when we give an alternative, safe environment for people to choose, which one would you choose? Mm. So that's what we offer as an idea, a solution. Um, and there's plenty of people around that are willing to jump right there get it up and going in two twos. Yeah. And then we t then we talk about, of course, the employment issues that yeah. we have, particularly in the urban, uh, rural areas in particular. So we talk about Northland, Titai, Tukuro and Whangarei. We talk about Southland down the bottom there, Invercargill up, you know. Um, we talk about that's where the hemp industry can actually be the solution to a whole lot of problems that we face today. Economically, um, we, we call it grow our future. Mm. And what that means is that if you can do two acres of hemp, put it into hempcrete, you can build a three-bedroom home at a third of a cost of a wooden house structure. The hemp is amazing, and I Isn't and it? I get that. And of course, that's so, part of the confusion for me. Well, I conflated all of that potential industrial use yes. with Rastafarians. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the Rastafarian religion either. I mean, this is the no, problem. But you know what I mean. No, no, but this is the problem: is yes. that we've all been indoctrinated to believe what we've been told. And as we get further down in evolution or revolution, we understand a whole lot more. We've mm. evolved mm. from thinking from one one particular way to mm. a vast amount of different opinions and views. Mm. And that's what MMP has brought to the table, that our communities can be um, um, represented by people like myself. Of course. No, so that's what MMPs for me is to put us there in amongst the major parties. We can actually take a load off them by having our own departments that they don't necessarily have to 
be engaged in because running a country is a bit bigger than running your your fuddy your mm. household mm. you know multiply you know thousand times bigger so it takes a lot of people to have in place to have those things in place wonderful now i want to explore a little bit the history of the aotearoa legalized cannabis party because every election there's a whole lot of citizen parties emerge and have an argument, make a splash, split and reform and that. Through it all has been a constant. Yes. And it's been the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party, which I recall, I think I'm correct in this, running in 1996. That's correct. That was the establishment of ALCP. Um, With the MMP, and so it's run in every MMP election we've ever had. Yes. No one's done that other than the big, bad old useless parties. And also, I can remember you popping up in by-elections. That's right. So all you have by-elections, this... all by-elections, all elections, we've had... Um, candidates. Isn't that amazing? And you've had candidates that have gone on to high office. Yes. Because you've had Materia Toure, who went on to become a Green MP. She stood for you. You had yes. Nando Tanchos, who went That's on right. to become a Green MP. Yes. And you had Tim Shedbolt. That's <laughs> right. I remember all of this. Now, yes. to be fair, Tim Shedbolt stood for almost every party there is. But, um, <laughs> but, but, um, but he did choose the right one. He did. And um, and even better is you're the co-leader and your other co-leader is the wonderful Michael Appleby. That's correct. Who was, stood for the party in 1996. Yes. That is a level of persistence and dedication, which... I rue with some respect and consider it rather admirable. Yes. And then you start to wonder, when does it become nutty? Because you just keep going. You're not stopping, right? No, we're not stopping. We believe in this. And now, you know, since the referenda, it opened up the conversation to allow people to talk about it out loud. Mm. So you right. didn't see the referendum as the end of the matter? No, no. I take it as a starting point to prove a point. Um, even though we failed by 1.4%, that equivalated to 1.9 thousand million people voting against, but it also equivalated to 1.4 million people voted yes for legalisation. Yes. yes. Now, just answer me this. If prohibition doesn't work, it doesn't work, right? And I get that argument. Does the prohibition for methamphetamine work? Well, it's they haven't got a prohibition on methamphetamine because they use they put it into the health department. They've thrown billions and billions of dollars at the meth problem. And they are having success, I've got to say. So to me, even though they're imprisoning people for meth, um, and that's probably because they're suppliers and makers more than anything. 
However, what's yeah? So if they've chosen to put use that as a health um, issue and they're throwing billions of dollars at it, so let's do it for cannabis. Cannabis is the least of the problems, really. Mm. Mm. So what your policy is solely cannabis. You at this stage wouldn't this be stage. deregulating all drugs like other jurisdictions. No, but eventually that might happen. I mean, yes. there has been that conversation for a little while now. Yes. Um, you know, all drugs are a health issue. Yeah. And this is what but we want to get our cannabis legal for people that are recreational, because I mean we've got medicinal, that's legal, even though yeah. it's got grey areas. Um cannabis is uh, the the police have a discretion, yeah, which they're using. However, there's still people going to prison for for having cannabis on the property for cultivation or whatever. So that's just dumb. I mean, the amount of money that the that the logistically to put someone in prison for a year is like one hundred thirty thousand yeah. dollars. And if you have an average of eight hundred people going to jail for cannabis, you add that up. That's yeah. billions of dollars. And, of course, so the police used to have those big raids with helicopters yes. and all the yes. rest of it, and they'd be coming in with hauls of it. You don't see that any longer. No. Well, not I as suspect, much. I suspect the cannabis is still being grown, right? Oh, definitely. But they still do the aerial spraying. Okay. I, I believe it's so much less than what they used to. Okay. Now, the... Green Party's views, I suspect, must on cannabis must pretty much align with your party's views. Would that be correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, so in a funny way, a vote for the Green Party is, in terms of cannabis, equivalent to voting for your party, but you get the other green things as well and yet you still persist, is that because you're a single-issue party and the Green is a fully-fledged party with a policy on everything, and you're saying it's very important that people have the ability to register their vote like a referendum on a single issue? Yes. I def we're definitely at this point because it's illegal, and that's the only reason why we are one policy um, party, at this point, as soon as it is legalised, it opens up all the industries. Mm. It opens up people's wellness. Mm. You know, we're lacking wellness in, in the world at the moment. Mm. Let, let us be the prototype to the rest of the world that we can be New Zealand made with hemp products from clothing, biofuel. We have a problem with our petrol. Let's get into biofuel. You know, why should it be just electric power? There gotta be other alternatives for people to choose. Now and that's what we're about. We want people to be able to eventually be able to choose whatever direction. Now I'm of an age where I value wisdom and experience. Right? But I've got to tell you, I look at your party and I don't mean to be rude. I'm not in, in a position to throw rocks. But Michael Appleby looks like he's got a few kilometres on his clock, if you know what I mean. That's all right. And I'm talking to this young great-grandmother, right? Yes. 
may I say gently and playing devil's advocate that the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party looks a bit aged. Oh, funny that. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, because we're still fighting the fight. <laughs> I'm looking at these 1970s hippies sort of <laughs> still standing for Parliament in 2023. I'm pleased you laughed at that because I was trying to raise this salient um, point delicately. I do, I do have a sense of humour, so I will always be more positive than negative. Um, but so you yes, see my point, right? Oh, totally. Well, you look at what's happening over in America with their old chappies over there oh god we've got donald you know, trump so that, and biden who yeah uh, well you know all of that so i think as a personal responsibility to your community there's a time when you can actually step back mm. and you know let the next lot of people come through so we're just so you're seeing a you're seeing a new generation of aotearo legalized cannabis yes. party members coming up yes absolutely so Michael Appleby may be able to put away his hoardings finally. Yes, <laughs> and me too. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's just so great that no, it's such a, it's such an incredible story that here you are, um, still going and still laughing about it. Um, it must, uh, you must um, have a lot of fun. How many elections have you stood in for? Um, two thousand eleven. Missed 2014, so I did seven, not 2017, and this one. So that's what, three, four. We, you're on Reality Check Radio. It's Real Talk with uh, Rodney Hyde. We're talking to Marky Herbert, who's the co-leader of the Aotearoa Legalised Cannabis Party. And you'll recall that we've had our eyes opened and our scales pulled away by speaking to representatives of the would-be New Zealand hemp industry and what a tortuous and terrible process it's been to try and get some sensible policy around hemp. Separate, separate to, um, you know, the, I've got to be careful how I choose my words, but separate to getting, you know, stoned. Um, and now we're talking to Marky Herbert, who's a co-leader, along with Michael Appleby, of, of the party that's been around since 1996, still standing, still pushing the system and learning. Here's a woman who is perfectly wonderful, perfectly corpus mentis, got a great sense of humour, sharp as a button, great grandmother, in great shape, and she's a toker from way back, right? And so it would, mind you, who knows, if you hadn't smoked cannabis, maybe you'd be still playing for the Silver Ferns or something. But um, <laughs> you are you are not washed out or dead in the brain, which is a wonderful advertisement, right? Thank you. Compared to if you had kept smoking, compared to if you had kept drinking, mm. you're a picture of rude good health. Thank you. Yes, exactly. And that's why I stopped taking those other consumptions. Because they're poison. That's right. Um, I thought um, a lot of people took cannabis, correct me on this, I thought they rolled it into tobacco and smoked it. Is that a thing? Um, over in Australia it is. Yes. And 
Um, I don't know why, but it, it, it does happen here in New Zealand. Uh, I Personally, I, I just couldn't think of anything worse. But what the tobacco brings to the stoner is a bit of a uh, intense feeling of chemicals, I suppose, added that those chemicals that you burn from the tobacco mm -hmm. eat off some yes. sort of euphoria. Yes. And I'm not sure what that is because I've never done it. Now, I've just got to interrupt our broadcast for a short advertisement. Okay. Because I have my nine-year-old home from school unwell. And he's been at me and at me and at me because he's planning a sheep farming business. Ooh. And he's got bits of paper with who's he's employed and how he's going to run it. And he said, he just sent me a note and he says, remember to talk about my sheep farming business. If they say, <laughs> where is it? Reply, I am not sure yet. What a great what a great ad. He's an so, entrepreneur in the making. <laughs> he's an entrepreneur in the making. He's got a sheep farming business. He's of course going to start off with one sheep. And then yes. I explained to him that he might need to start off with two. Yes. So he he's now starting off with two and he's building a sheep farming business. And everyone he meets, he sort of uh, uh, employs them quite hard negotiations in his sheep farming business. He's got all the jobs listed. So I can now look him in the eye and say, I advertised your sheep farming business. And I explained that we're not quite sure where it's going to be. Yes. So we can carry on now, having done our, our little gonna, commercial. It's going to be somewhere in paradise. Somewhere in paradise, Marky. Look, um, it's wonderful to, to talk to. I would like to wrap this up, but I'd like to give you an opportunity now that you're relaxed with us. Do, have you got anything particular that you would like to say to voters as we head into this election, the platform is yours. Oh, okay. Thank you, Rodney. Well, first of all, uh, just do a little bit of a mihi in Māori, if that's okay. Of course. Uh, so, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, mm, um, ka pai te whakarongo kia o i tēnei ata, uh, te taki o te rauhia, cannabis um, yeah, uh, pai tō rā nā mihi kia koutou katoa so basically thank you for listening to me this morning about the um, cannabis issues um, I think because we've been around for so long it surely shows that we are loyal. loyal. We're a loyal party to mm. the consumers and growing our economy is so important to get this over the over the line. Mm. Um, I just wish that the Greens Party and Labour would have actually done a better job at the hemp industry so we would already be doing it. Um, and, you know, really what we what we're looking for is infrastructure and building uh, actually labour employment, um, the infrastructure of building the plants, uh, the manufacturing plant, um, which creates employment like apprenticeships. Mm. We talk about um, internet intelligence, uh, graphic design, engineering, res um, research, science, it has the all, the whole potential mm. 
of creating a new environment of walking forward. Mm. And that's the solution that we could bring to to New Zealand, Aotearoa, is that if we get our own department, these are the things that we can change. Mm. Okay, well, Marky, Marky Herbert, co-leader of the New Zealand Legalised Cannabis Party. It's been wonderful this morning chatting away to you. You are a great advertisement uh, for your, what would I say, lifestyle, for your policies. Um, it is wonderful to meet um, someone over 30 um, who's speaking on this because when you meet young people, you sort of dismiss it. So I do appreciate you coming on our show. I wish you all the best in the campaign. I think it's marvellous that we have citizens standing and asking for their vote. I just would hope and pray that our legacy media would treat you with respect and dignity and have you in the news for putting your hand up so that people can exercise their democratic vote. I hate it how they perpetuate the old tired legacy parties. Um, so that's why I'm more than happy to open up my little platform, uh, my you. little show, yes. and introduce you to our listeners and leave it, up, leave it up to them yes. how they choose to vote. Yeah. It's not for me to tell them who they can listen to and who they can't. And, and I'd just like to add, if you want the same picture, vote, put your ticks where you normally put it. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to do something different or different and different and new, then look at the minor parties that you align with. If it's only a one policy party that can create a whole lot more, then ALCP is the party. There you go. That's a great pitch from Marky Herbert. Uh, you're on Real Talk with Rodney Hyde listening to Reality Check Radio. Remember, you can text me at 2057, uh, email me, inbox at realitycheck.radio, and we've still got a democracy. We've still got people Yay! standing. We That's can still vote. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're listening to Real Talk on RCR, Reality Check Radio.